Hi, welcome to my podcast, Stories by Vera V. Today I'm joined with a very special guest, Isabella Flores. And we'll be discussing what's it like being an ice dancer. Interesting stories by interesting people. Stories by Vera V. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Isabella. Um, I am an ice dancer on Team USA. I'm 18 years old. Um, and yeah, uh, Vera and I met through Instagram. So I love your account. Dude, before we start though, I, I remember you posted this one video. It was like of you skating and you kind of were bent backwards. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Maybe if it was like a lift that I was, no, doing. I think it was just you. Like you were just all the way back. And I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, how is that possible? That was so cool. Well, thank <laughs> you. Um, I definitely have some back problems going on. Like I, I stand like with an absurd arch and yeah. like every day by the end of the day, I'm like hunched over and like uh-huh. my back, <laughs> it's not good. But I mean, I can do some kind of cool stuff. So is that from ice dancing back problems? Like, could that be a cause? Yeah, it definitely is. It's probably both my, the way that I stand and also um, my lower back is super flexible, just like over the years. So it, it takes a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, but, today, you know. Uh-huh. What's today been like for you so far? Have you had any training? Yeah. Um, so... Typically, we train from 10.45 to um, 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and on for those hours, we're on the ice um, pretty much back-to-back uh, sessions. So um, we just came back from a competition, so it wasn't quite like high intensity like it mm-hmm. usually is. Um, so since we came back, we're kind of like revising things and polishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the coming weeks, we start like doing our programs um, repetitively and kind of like the high cardio stuff, like cleaning things up and making them final. Um, but then after we skate, we do off ice. Um, mm-hmm. That's what we call it. Um, so today we did ballroom dancing. Um, but sometimes we do stuff like, um, modern dance, ballet, um, acrobatics, kind of like all over the place, but Uh, that's so cool. Very diverse. Which one's your favorite to do off ice? Um, I don't, I don't really know. I kind of, I enjoy doing acrobatics, which is like our lift training and stuff, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> like, um, I can do like a front flip maybe um, on a trampoline. Uh-huh. You know, like, like I'm not very skilled, but it, we're getting there. Um, I, I also like doing ballet. Um, it's probably one of my favorites, but it's hard. Yeah. So, and at the end of the day, that's not really what you want. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. I feel like ballet is very technical. Like, it takes a lot of effort for it to look effortless. Um, yes, for sure. And I'm 
by far like not the best at ballet like I make this joke Mm -hmm. um that I'm an ice dancer and you think I was like good at dancing Uh but I'm not (laughs) Um, and I'm pretty sure like I embarrass myself more dancing than I should Uh but um (laughs) ballet is like one of the things that you can just like make it kind of look pretty and Mm -hmm. like I know I'm not technically very good but I can kind of like BS it a little bit better so okay as long as you like doing it though that's what matters yeah I do I do and you also said that you came back from the competition right Mm -hmm. how was that um it's a lot of fun we were in Georgia uh, for the U.S. qualifier, so essentially you need to go to this competition to qualify for nationals. Um, and I think there was maybe seventeen teams at the junior level, which is the mm-hmm. level I'm competing this year. And fifteen teams can go, so it's not like a huge like risk. Um, but. Yeah, that was our first competition uh, domestically for um, a couple months. So mm-hmm. it was good to kind of see uh, where we're standing in the country right now. You guys got first, right? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so next is um, nationals, obviously. Yeah. So um, there's a couple other teams that um weren't there that we'll be competing against mm-hmm. which I think um will be really interesting and I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to a lot um but yeah nationals is always a lot of fun too no I bet do you get nervous oh yeah I, yeah. I get really nervous <laughs> um it's I found like it's kind of just about how you handled the nerves like when you're on the ice um we went to Poland recently mm-hmm. and we were having like a pretty solid season like decent skates um for competition and then we went to Poland and um it was like every practice um it'd be like okay we'd kind of like get into the groove like a, after five minutes or so and then something would happen and I'd like fall out of a lift or like I'd repeatedly do like bad things. Uh-huh. And then I think it got to my head. Um, and so uh, I like almost fell out of a lift and it was pretty costly. And then in the next program, I fell doing like nothing at all. Like uh-huh. the nerves <laughs> got to me. Uh-huh. So this past competition was also really good because it was kind of like proving to myself that I like, surpass that Mm -hmm. like over overcome the nerves um yeah I I think I met some people who are like yeah the nerves don't really affect me but for the most part like oh my gosh it's such a big part of competing Uh uh-huh like yeah mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is mental like a lot of I think with any sort of competition the main game I feel like is mental basically yeah because you can be the, the best person in the world, but if you can never deliver during competition, like oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. So, How so. different is it the way that you skate at practice versus a competition? 
Like, it, does it, is it drastically um, different or do you feel like you're better when you're competing? Again, it kind of depends on how I'm handling the nerves. Um, I always feel like if I'm like focused and like it's all working, mm-hmm. um, whenever you compete, you've got like this, it's like everything is moving like so slowly around you because of the adrenaline right so you feel I feel my body like 10 times more which is either like really good Uh or really bad because I've got like like either my head can be like floating like Mm -hmm. in space because like I'm so jittery (laughs) or I can like I feel things that I wouldn't necessarily like feel in practice so it it's hit or miss depending on like how well I'm mentally prepared for it. Has it always been like that where you can feel yourself like 10 times more? Um, yes, but I think as I've gotten older and I've gotten better, um, it's something I become a little bit more aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I was younger, um, competitions were like I've always been either at like the top or Mm. at the very bottom like (laughs) for whatever reason right so Uh I kind of already knew where it's all and even if I did badly I'd still like land like kind of right there so I Mm. think I wasn't quite as mindful as I was or as I am right now um but yeah adrenaline does wonders during competition (laughs) so how did you start skating um I started skating when I was um six kind of officially um the first time I was on an ice rink I was maybe four my parents took me just kind of like to distract me probably (laughs) um (laughs) and I had this like image in my mind when I was like five, like a year later and just, I kept on thinking about it. Maybe I had a dream about it or something. Mm. And I asked my parents um, if I could do it again. I didn't know what it was yeah, um, because I just had like this distant memory of like holding onto a bucket, you know, that. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had that distant memory. Um, and so they put me into learn to skate which is um essentially a program that u.s figure skating set up um to like immerse kids into skating at um, a young age and um eventually i ended up getting private lessons um Mm -hmm. maybe a year after i stayed i i started learn to skate um and then um, eventually I changed coaches. I, uh, I met my current coach at eight. Um, and it kind of just took off from there. Uh-huh. You guys have been together so long for 10 years. Yeah. My coach and I have been together for quite a while. Um, uh-huh. my partner and I have not, this is our second uh-huh. season together. Wow, that's recent. Mm -hmm. How do you choose partners? 
with ice dancing? <laughs> um, it's really a weird um, process. Um, there's actually a website called Ice Partner Search. Um, oh. That's kind of like my parents joke about it and say it's like the match.com of figure um, <laughs> skating. Uh-huh. So you put your profile on there, right? And you've got uh-huh. like, maybe a video of you or a picture. And it says like your height, your weight, um, your level, how long you've been skating. I don't know. Just like a yeah. bunch of different things, what you want to do. Um, and uh, people can reach out to you based upon that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of interesting because there's so many girls on it. It's like a database with a couple hundred girls maybe. And there's like... 20 out I mean not 20 but like maybe 100 guys in total on the entire site and some of them are like 35 years old and you're like do you even skate anymore Uh right but um uh it's so weird um I met my current partner though um through my coach kind of um he he was skating with her um with a different partner from like 13, 14. So we knew each other for quite a while. And then um, we actually had a part, a tryout together at um, 15, I think it was. Mm-hmm. No, for, I don't know, sometime around, around then. Um, and it didn't work out the first time, but then COVID hit and I broke up with my, um, ex-partner mm-hmm. and he's it was kind of like um kind of on the end of searching for another partner I think he's kind of like about to quit like oh. it takes a lot of a lot out of you like when yeah. because without a partner you can't really do anything mm-hmm. um, and I contacted him and things just kind of went as they went uh-huh. so but have you ever thought about doing solo figure skating? Yeah, um, I used to do uh, singles and from like six to 12, I did singles and mm-hmm. I was not very good. Like, <laughs> um, so you know how skaters, like they do these amazing jumps and- mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I don't, I, right they're like doing three four rotations in the air I could my best jump was one and a half rotations Uh and every time I would land it you would hear this like big boom from the end of the ice (laughs) because I would flat foot it and I I was so bad everyone would always know when I was jumping on the ice Uh so um I kind of gave that one up um when I was 12 like officially I had been doing ice dancing which luckily no jumps but Mm -hmm. since I was eight and then I like officially went like all into ice dancing no more singles Mm -hmm. no more jumping when I was 12 um and and while I was searching for a partner there's like a solo dancing um circuit that you can go into um, but it's only national, so it's not quite as a competitive. 
Um, but it was kind of something that I did um, uh, while I waited um, for a partner. Mm-hmm. So. so the search for a partner, it kind of takes a while, huh? Yeah. Um, the longest one, I, I don't know. It it always seems like forever. It's mm-hmm. It typically takes like anywhere, maybe around a year. Um, finding Dima, my current partner, like the time period between the breakup of my ex-partner and my current one, was not very long at all it was Mm -hmm. um pretty immediate but that doesn't usually happen and yeah um, it just kind of worked out that way Mm -hmm. but uh, I know some people searching for a partner and it's been like over a year definitely oh wow it depends how good you are too yeah and and whether you're a guy or girl Mm -hmm. because guys Definitely find partners a lot easier. Uh huh. <laughs> Not very fair. But. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm. So when you're in the break between waiting, what what are the other options besides doing solo dance, like you mentioned? Not really anything. Yeah. Um. It's it's kind of it's unfortunate, really. Um. You can test. So there's like. In order to compete at a certain level, you need to test um, dances. Um, like mm-hmm. if you can imagine doing uh, ballroom dances like tango or waltz, you have to test that dance. And once you pass it, you can kind of like move up to another level. I'm not. I'm not quite explaining it super well, but it's hard to explain <laughs> unless you like see the certain. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, but sometimes people use that time period. A lot of times they use that time period to test um, and kind of like progress through the levels. Um, mm-hmm. So that way, when they're actually competitive, they don't have to spend time doing those tests. Okay. That makes sense. That's very efficient. Mm-hmm. When did you know you were serious about it? Or did it just start off as a hobby? Um. That's kind of a hard question because yeah. I started it so young. Um, it was always kind of like, I want to go to the Olympics. Uh-huh. But <laughs> you say that when you're six years old, you know? Um, so I think as I got um, older, it kind of like I started to realize like how big of a dream that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, I, I moved, uh, just life happened. And I think for a time it kind of grew into a hobby. Um, mm. like I'd go to school full time and then I'd come to the rink and I'd train and it, and it seemed like two separate lives. Um, but I think as I got older, maybe like 14 on and off till like 14 up um it I it got pretty serious um and it was I mean it's a really big part of my life it's yeah obvious yeah I guess <laughs> yeah. right uh uh-huh. 
Is so. going to the Olympics something you still want to do? Yeah, it's definitely something I still want to do. Um, I guess it didn't, for a long time, it didn't really seem that realistic, just kind of like something I say I want to do because, first of all, it's so far off. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't really see how your successes <laughs> now like line up to that. Um, but I'm old enough now and I'm um, in the position where I think if we work hard enough and if the stars align, it's something that um, I would love to do. And that is something that I want to work towards in the future. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific vision of yourself, like winning the gold medal or anything? Um, I wish I did. Uh-huh. I wish I could <laughs> say like, um, but I don't, I think in a way, like, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to be like, even in my head, I want to be humble. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm going to win Olympic gold. Um, it's just kind of, it's such a far out there vision um, mm-hmm. that it's something that I hope to do, um, mm-hmm. to go to the Olympics and do well. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. So taking it as it comes. Yes, Exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what about injuries and challenges? Because I imagine there's quite a lot, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I've been really lucky. Um, maybe it's partly being short. I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but I haven't had like a lot of injuries that have taken me off. Mm-hmm. Um, for extended periods of time. Um, recently, I changed boots, um, which was really dumb because I had to, like, breaking in boots is a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, because you get them, and they're, like, wooden. Like, oh. they're they're not. But it's, uh-huh. like, leather. You have to break down the leather. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... They're super hard, and I like my boots super broken down because oh. <laughs> to bend my knee, like, extremely, <laughs> right? So um, I've got three weeks to break in this boot before we compete and we go to Poland, mm-hmm. and I'm determined to do it. I'm like, it's going to hurt a little bit. Like, there's going to be some blisters, but I'm going to do it. So I changed my boots, and I'm like, it hurts so bad, but I'm bending my knees like as far as I can go. I'm trying to like break this boot down and eventually it creases in um, one area and it, it starts like pressing up against my ankle. And so the pressure is all sitting in that one area because I'm breaking it down just in that one spot. Um, so eventually I'm like, there's like fluid building up in my foot because mm-hmm. like all the pressure is there. Um, and I got, I think I developed like some tendinitis in my foot <laughs> just wow. from that. 
Yeah. <laughs> just from, like my stupidity because I thought I could do it. So I end up switching back to my old boots, which are so broken, like they're green. Right. <laughs> they look <laughs> but like no, I need to wear my old boots. Um so now my feet are still kind of messed up from that. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's not super significant. I had to take it um maybe like two days off and like did some half days. Like it, it kind of messed me up for like a week or two. Um but yeah, now now it's now it's fine. It's just um I have to keep icing and I take mm-hmm. ibuprofen um prior to getting on the ice. Um it's just it's not painful so much as it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um which you don't really want when you're trying to do like super precise movements. So uh-huh. That that's like the luckily the worst one I've had for quite a while. Um, other than that, I think uh, my partner has some knee pain um, mm-hmm. that just doesn't seem to go away. I think he also has tendonitis in his knee. Um, but I've definitely been really lucky lucky because I know plenty of people who like break their bones like oh my gosh yeah Uh mostly doing thumps like they fracture thing like Mm. I'm glad I didn't continue jumping for that reason too yeah so for ice dancing are jumps allowed um no, we don't do jumps really of any sort. Um, we can do like little hops or stuff. Um, <laughs> little hops, you know. I can't jump, period. Um, but we do like little tuck jumps or something like that. Um, really what ice dancing is known for is the dancing part, right? No other discipline does quite that. Um the edge quality, um, it, like very technique based, and the lips. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no jumps. So, what about judging? Because I mean, I kind of have like a very general, non specific idea of how figure skating is judged. What about ice dancing? Since there's no, is there like a difficulty measure for it as well? Yeah, so there's two different like facets of judging if you can imagine there's the technical side and the uh, performance side Mm -hmm. and so you're judged separately on the two you get a technical score and a a performance score Uh, and the technical score um, is really from like an onlooker who has no knowledge of figure skating you're not going to be able to know like anything about technique but um basically they say like which turns you get uh if you rotate your spin enough if you hold the lift enough if it's difficult enough and there's certain criteria that you need to meet to get a technical score Mm -hmm. um and then the performance score is you know how pretty you look 
right? How pretty you skate, yeah. uh, like your energy, um, your skating skills, like how your ability to skate, mm-hmm. um, be like stuff like that, who someone from the side would kind of be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they combine the score um, and voila you get you get your score uh there's a score for there's two programs um and so you get a score for the first program and a score for the second program and then they combine the two and the combination score is what you're going to get placed upon okay so in theory they try and make it as objective as possible Mm -hmm. but it's not yeah, it's definitely. very subjective. Have but. you always been met with good judges? Um, I figure skating is pretty p- political. Um, so I'm not gonna say yes or no for that because mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> but like you can go into competition and they don't expect anything from you. Um, and you know, they might see you like in practice once or twice before, because uh, that's also another thing. Judges go and watch your practices before you compete mm-hmm. um, at like higher competitions. Um, and uh, so they might like see it, a few things about you and they can kind of like, have their preconceived notions um but if you go into it and they're expecting someone else to do better it's just um more likely that like it's the odds are slotted against you Mm -hmm. um there's also um it 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 can be kind of sketchy at times if you can imagine like judges talk to each other Mm-hmm. Um, they want one team to do better than the other. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to say like we had good judges or bad judges cause I don't really know yeah. <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes, but, um, this year they've been, um, I think pretty generous to us. So, mm-hmm. um, we'll see how we compare like to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. have you do you know of the netflix documentary series called bad sport yes have you I, watched the one I, with- yes i <laughs> just watched that like a couple months ago that that's exactly what i'm talking about like the uh-huh. um they talk to each other like um there used to be a system the uh 6.0 system which is mm. Do they still have that in gymnastics? Do you know? No idea. Okay. Well, I think they still, yeah, they still have it in gymnastics, but it's all like extremely subjective and there's no technical. Would That's what was implemented um, afterward, the technical score. Um, but actually I could be wrong. I don't know. But anyways, it's extremely subjective and it's so easy to make deals in that system. Um, in this current system, they do have like some, a, a lot of rules set in place to make sure that doesn't happen. 
but that's not to say that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So um, there's probably still some like bribery going on. Yeah, but I, I mean, not something that you can control, and not necessarily like at this level. Mm-hmm. So weird stuff goes on that I don't necessarily <laughs> sure. know about. Uh-huh. So you guys, right now, you're competing at the junior level. When do you think you're going to move up? Like, is that in the plans anytime soon? Mm-hmm. Um, we're planning on moving up to uh, senior level um, next season. Uh-huh. Um, there's an age limit. So since I'm 18, next year I'm ineligible to compete at the junior level. Um, plus it's also kind of time to move up, um, the senior level, the next, like the final level, um, since this is an Olympic year, a lot of teams are going to be retiring, which leaves a lot of room for like the next upcoming generation to kind of like set themselves up for, um, I don't know, competing internationally, like going where they would be kind of like nearing maybe the middle or like the bottom, they can go up to the top a lot faster because mm-hmm. the, like the top teams are gone. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a good time to be too old. <laughs> to be too old. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about that? Are you nervous? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm excited, but I'm definitely, definitely a, quite a bit nervous because um the difference between the two levels is pretty significant um like we're good at the level that we're at right now um but there's a like there's a big leap from junior to senior Mm -hmm. so um we really would or we really will have to work out our tails off to do well next season so yeah yeah how do you it's kind of sad oh sorry how do no um so we have to take like I was telling you about we have to take a test oh uh, okay Mm -hmm. um but other than that nothing really you just like sign up for the competition at that level uh the difference is um junior and senior programs um there's slightly different like elements you have to put in um and the length of senior programs is um a bit longer so it's not like you can kind of do the do both Mm -hmm. how much longer is it do you know um uh, so our rhythm dance our short program is three minutes and I think I think senior is three and a half okay and then our long program is three and a half and theirs is four oh, so, so it's pretty close it's thir- yeah I mean relatively close but it's only like three minutes so 30 mm-hmm. seconds is is decent you know sizable yeah when you guys compete how intently do you study your opponents or is it kind of just like you're more focused on 
Um, well, I think it's a delicate balance. Um, because yeah, it's totally like, it depends on how well you skate and not like, it doesn't matter how anyone else skates, mm. you know, in like the grander scheme. Um, however, first of all, I'm competitive. So I'm definitely going to like be watching other people and see like how well I uh, do against them. Um, but I think it's also important to watch others to kind of learn what they're doing and get ideas. Um, and uh, in them kind of see your own weaknesses Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I, I think it's really helpful when I watch other people because it kind of gives me ideas on what I need to do better, um, without necessarily judging them myself, mm-hmm. but I do have a tendency definitely to compare, which is yeah. um, <laughs> probably not good, but I, yeah, I'm competitive. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I, I can't help myself. Yeah, but I feel like it's good when you watch others. I feel like with anything, you also, like you said, get ideas for yourself. And also, I think it's called like something learning. It's a different type of learning. Observational learning, maybe. I don't know. That sounds right. That sounds, yeah. it would work. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, plus it's kind of entertaining, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much time do you guys have before the nationals? Cause that's the next competition, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, nationals is January 4th and 5th, I think. So we've got just under six weeks. So you guys are going to start a whole, whole new programs or... No, so we we have the same program like the entire season. So we choreographed okay. uh, ours this year at the end of March. We did it really early. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I have no idea why. I'm <laughs> sick of these programs and we have them at least six weeks more, if not like four months more. Well. So... <laughs> It's a full year of doing the same thing over and over. Um, but yeah, we choreographed a new program for next season. We just stick with the same stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe we change things inside it. But um, generally, it's just like refining it throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And with that, since you do it for almost a whole year, how do you spice it up for yourself? Because I think about like singers when they go on tour for like a year, but they can sing their song differently, right? You guys, can you do that? Oh, that's a good point. Um, well, first of all, we do make a lot of changes, um, but kind of like as it progresses, uh, you focus like really fine-tuned things, like mm-hmm. your arms a little bit to the side. I don't like that. It looks like, uh, a square it makes me look like a square <laughs> right <laughs> so I have to bring it in front of me or like my foot isn't turned out enough so I need to turn it out a little bit more and there's so many moments in that uh, in the program like that um, it's also like pushing more or the lift looks bad like I need to like stay tighter like there's a lot of things it <laughs> I wouldn't say it necessarily gets boring because Mm. 
every time I do the program, I still get anxiety. Like (laughs) it's so silly, but it's three and a half minutes and it takes all the energy out of me. So I I get like anxiety, like I don't want to do this because it's going to make me tired. Um, And then like, you don't want to make a mistake every time, but that's kind of just part of the process. Um, And like another big part of it is creating like the mental, um, uh, how would I say this? Like for me, I associate images or words with movements that I do and like little reminders in the program. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of like uh, throughout the season, I kind of like develop those into maybe I change the word or I give it like different meaning. It's like an unconscious thing. Um, but like, as I make corrections, I gradually like adjust it. Um, so what I say at the beginning of the year is not going to match what happens, what I say at the end of the year. It's kind of interesting, but it's very interesting. I've never heard of that, but I feel like that's a specific way of memorizing things. Cause I, I've heard of that mm-hmm. method, but I just didn't know it could also apply to skating. Yeah, it's just kind of something that happened. It's not like I looked it up or anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but like if you're, um, my, my coach, she skates like us alongside of, alongside us, like when we're skating and she like shouts things at us. <laughs> so like maybe that's kind of like where it came from. Like in my head, like I yell, like whatever, I need to like push more here or something, right? Um but sometimes like it's evolved um as I've gotten better into like I can think a feeling into it. Mm-hmm. Uh like being light, like if if that makes sense, or like um I, I don't know, it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not quite like memorization, but like reminders. Mm, that's that sounds very useful. Mm-hmm. And when you're performing, what do you focus on most? Is it the music or just like your movements and the way your body feels? Um. Yeah, it de- it depends. Um, sometimes, like we will set an intention for ourselves like prior like we only want to focus on music um but generally I would say um I'm trying to like accommodate the music so um I'm like feeling it um while at the same time I'm thinking about things maybe like a second prior to doing them um if even a second Um, And, like, again, giving myself those reminders, like, I need to do this a certain way. Um, Yeah, it's when I'm, like, really in the mode, like, it's really easy to do the two at the same time. But Mm -hmm. when I'm not, it just kind of, it's, like, murky. Like, I'll still see the stuff, but it doesn't connect. Is there any way to get out of that when it's murky? Um, 
Yes. Do I typically get out of it? No, not, not <laughs> for the day. Um, so sometimes um, I kind of just need like a reminder. So not, not a reminder, but like I'll wake up from like my coach. She'll say, you're doing awful today. Like, what, what are you doing? You know, um, but um, I think it, it's kind of important to like have clear intentions for what you want to do either at the beginning of the day or like as you're skating it's easy to get into like this spaced out mode because yeah you're doing the same things like literally every day um but um yeah and and also just some days are going to be better than others but Mm -hmm. I think I think it's something that I that I continue to work on Uh how do you feel after a competition just tired or um yeah after after I compete I don't even know why it's like I ran a marathon even though competing like we do nothing all day like we you wake up you like I don't know you go for a walk um you skate maybe we skate like very little when we compete because it's like purely competition uh Mm -hmm. there's such little ice time that you can and then you don't want to tire yourself out yeah so uh, it's a lot of resting and kind of doing nothing and then you compete and it's it takes so much energy um, that you might not necessarily feel when you're out there on the ice um, but afterwards like I feel like I did a full workout that day and I've got like nothing left to give um, and also it depends on how well you do um, if I don't feel like I did well, I immediately am extremely hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it, the, I feel like it's a very like vulnerable time after you compete um, where at the same time you're super vulnerable and like the emotions are there. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just kind of like exposed yourself. Um, but at the same time, like everyone is watching you for those, like actually really the next two hours until you like leave the rink. Um, so you have to like keep it together, like regardless <laughs> if you're happy or sad, like that was a learning moment, you know, like either way. Mm-hmm. Um, um and meanwhile like you you got like the inner workings like uh my coach will be like that was not that was not good like and like name all the things that I'm doing wrong and then meanwhile I'm like oh my gosh what I wasn't like what was that um and just like angry at myself and then like um my partner will be like like um 
stoic. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's it's really quite the time after you compete, especially on those bad. Yeah. What do you like to do when you come home from that? Just distract yourself? Yeah. Um, distract myself. Um, it, it really feels bad for quite a while afterwards. I, I mean, it's not like, it's not like anyone's angry at you, mm-hmm. but like the amount of like, um, disappointment you feel in yourself when you don't give it what you think you could have, um, it's not like it's depressing necessarily um but either you get angry from it and like you do better or you kind of sink into like that self-pity mode I feel like I've done both like yeah (laughs) you know hopefully more often than not you go the angry route in a good way yeah you know use it to fuel you motivation exactly and yeah, use it to fuel you. Uh huh. But since it's a partnership, I feel like with any sort of partnership, it's kind of tricky not to place the blame on your partner. Do you feel that way? Uh, yes. Um, I know that whenever, like, um, I actually had like a big problem with this. Um, kind of towards the beginning of the year um I felt like I I sometimes get in this mode like I said I'm really competitive right I get extremely like aggressive ambitious so everything in my head is like not enough you have to do more so my partner is like um at least at this time he's kind of like He's oblivious to like everything. He's just doing his thing. He's he's uh, really great. He can practice like pretty calmly, and you know. Um, but meanwhile, I'm like freaking out in my head. Like you have to do more. He's not moving fast enough. He's not helping me enough, and so I'm blaming him for like all all the all these things um, that are like not something that we need to even be thinking about and like I can fix it myself it's not his problem um so that's definitely like um something that uh back a couple months ago I spent a lot of time like trying to work on um and it happens to him like vice versa too and I get annoyed at him when he does that because I'm like it's not my fault like I can kind of do like you can fix that too um um yeah it's it's definitely like a delicate part of skating with a partner like you have to be able to focus on yourself and if you have criticism make it constructive not like (laughs) continually calling them out that's not gonna help Uh, (laughs) that's funny (laughs) I feel like just looking at it from a side perspective yes it's yeah 
it was it kind of it takes away from practice time too because instead of like working things through it just kind of becomes like like clashing against each other yeah it's very unproductive but yeah this has been such an interesting conversation (laughs) yeah I've enjoyed talking to you I'd love to have you over for part two sometime because I feel like we covered a lot but like I just have so much more I want to (laughs) know yeah I would love to do that thank you for coming and being my guest I really appreciate it yeah thank you for having me Vera do you have any final remarks? <laughs> um, not really. I just, I, I enjoy seeing you every day. Um, yeah, it's, it's every day. You're like at the, the little bubble at like the, um, foremost left of my feed because I'm always like clicking on your stories. Um, I think it's really motivational. Um, yeah, there, you're always like doing something which I can respect like there's the bad days but you're still out there (laughs) grinding like (laughs) yeah meanwhile I'm like I have my own personal struggles and I'm like you know no Instagram today I'm too lazy but I respect you like (laughs) I can't do that I watch all of your stories too especially like the I like the ones with the bruises (laughs) yeah there's a few too many on there yep (laughs) yep it's like every other day yeah (laughs) looks like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pretty colors on the legs yeah exactly like green purple brown (laughs) everything got a whole rainbow on there (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well anyway thank you for having me yeah thank you for coming i'm gonna stop recording now (laughs) 